I have nothing. I have no thoughts about this sonnet. Mm. I have no thoughts. Is it, is it wrong? Like, is it wrong for the teacher to expect me to have thoughts when I, I genuinely don't have thoughts about the sonnet. Right. So I'm going to tell you your thoughts. Right. Because at least I'm showing you that I'm processing and I did, something about it. And I did listen. I listened. And I did learn it because you told me it. Right, right. And I'm, I'm shooting it back to you. And I genuinely have never been asked to think about a sonnet. And so I just don't have anything to say about a sonnet. Right. Thanks for joining us on the Teachers Changing Teaching Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dr. Jamie Collins, Natalie Davey, and Rachel Evans. Well, all right. We're so happy that you're here listening. My name is Jamie Collins, and I've got my friends here. I'm Rachel Evans. And I'm Natalie Davey. I changed it up on you guys. I you know, did. We were shocked. <laughs> but we still introduced ourselves. We figured it out. In the same out. way. <laughs> we're here with our friend, Jamie Collins. <laughs> yes. You never know what's going to happen. We are going to be talking today about a very important question. And I'm so glad that you're listening. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Um, thank you for taking time to um, pause for just a moment and think very critically and creatively about your teaching and your practice and big word pedagogy. Ooh. Wow. The word that I use in education classes. And then about halfway through the semester, a brave soul raises her hand and says, what is that? Pedagogy. What is pedagogy? That's my favorite. What is curriculum? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, that is a question. It's October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I should have, it's me. That's on me. That's not on you. Mm. I'm sorry. I should have defined these words a mm. long time ago, but that's for another podcast. Another day. We're here together and we are, we have actually been having these kind of mini conversations throughout the day, texting and, and conversing, really excited to share our thoughts and ideas around this component that is a part of every single one of our classrooms, no mm-hmm. matter what we're teaching. Yep. No matter if we're in a homeschool space, if we're in a school space. We are all dealing with this big word, assessment. 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 Natalie, will you share our question, please? Yes. So when we're thinking about assessment, this is the question. When do I use essays or short answer or multiple choice assessments? Absolutely. That's Thank the you, question, Of course. Rachel. Yeah. So I... Natalie had texted the other day about like, let's talk about grading. And I was like, yes, let's. Cause I have a lot of thoughts on yeah. why, like, why are we doing things and like, what's their purpose? And like assessments was part of that. Like when I give students an assessment, um, what am I looking for on that assessment? Absolutely. Um, like as far as what students have learned, how am I going to use that assessment to, um, instruct my students yeah. either before the assessment, right? Like what do I need to do to get them to the point where they can take it? And then if it goes poorly, what do I do after that? Yeah. Um, you know how, yeah. And then how do I know, you know, what's going to assess what I've been teaching the best, right? Like mm. if we've been having a lot of class conversations about a text is a multiple choice test then the best way 
Like if, Talk if it's a little been, bit more about that, Rachel, that's interesting to me. What were you saying? So, um, like if we are reading a book and we have been talking, I'm trying to think of like a specific book I could give as an example, but, um, we're reading the Odyssey and all our conversations have been maybe like thematic, right? We're, we're okay. having conversations in class about, you know, the, is Odysseus a hero? And like, what do these monsters represent? And what's, what is home and all right. of these ideas. Absolutely. And then I give an assessment that's like, um, which one of these lines is an epic simile? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, Literary devices. Those what? Those don't match. It doesn't yeah. match. Yeah. It yes. doesn't match. Um, oh, and that can be hard too when we're doing like a department wide assessment. Oh yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. We've had these really rich, interesting conversations or, you know, maybe we tried some new things, um, kind of following student interest or our own. And then all of a sudden we get the department assessment yeah. and it's, Oh no, we haven't talked about, you know, the components of an epic. We haven't, you know, we haven't right. done these things that are now required of me as from the assessment. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's kind of where the question stems from. Or if, you know, we've been going through a text and just going like, where are the similes? Where are the metaphors? And why are they using them? Mm. Then can I expect students to go write an essay about how a character has changed Mm -hmm. when we haven't talked about that? Mm. And those are kind of like very, I don't know, those feel obvious, but also I feel like I run into this problem in subtle ways and in obvious ways. Can I ask you both a, just a real basic question? Sure. Do you make your assessments before you teach your unit? Ooh. I try to. You too? Yeah. Um, if, are you talking like the big, like the bigger assessments? Yeah. Um, the more like summative ones. I try to just so that I'm, sh- I'm ensuring that like what we are doing is aligning with it. But then along the way, I always get like, you know, off (laughs) and that that sounds bad but it's not it's not in a bad way it's more like in a literary like something grabs the class's attention that maybe the assessment isn't gonna talk about sure and then it's like oh my gosh that's a super compelling idea that they're catching on to in the book well I want to I want to camp out there for a little bit um so I try to make my assessments before but that doesn't always mean that what we do day-to-day still aligns with it okay so then if that happens, would you change your assessment? Like yeah. If you have a essay prompt about blank and there you've talked a lot about blank, mm-hmm. would you then change it? I think I would. And honestly, I think too, some of this question probably like, it probably goes back to my like problem with control and then like, oh, I know what they're going to be doing. And so like, that's where I'm going to direct them and keep directing them towards, um, which to a certain degree is like probably helpful in some regards, but may not be helpful in the sense of like what they're becoming curious about in the text. I may like dismiss because I'm like, well, that's not what I focused on in the, in the text. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I forgot your question. (laughs) Jamie, do you make your assessment before you ever teach the unit? Um, it feels I like- have a general idea of, okay, where you're I guess going when you ask that I'm thinking like more along the lines of like essay prompts. I have an idea of like, here's what I'd like them to talk about. Yeah. And I have my rubric 
It's already set. Already set. And then, I mean, our, um, like in my score, we have a formative and summative assessment that are PLC mm-hmm. based. Yeah. And I was going to say, I think that makes it trickier with the community aspect and the collaboration in the PLC, just because, um, you oftentimes do have to come up with like a summative assessment that everyone is going to do together, Yeah, which gives people like a sense of peace as they're going through a unit of like, okay, this, I know what we're heading towards, but I don't know. It's, it's a mixed bag for me too. Yeah. Or like, I know, I think I've talked on here before about, I like to do a lot of things that are, you do a lot of little things mm-hmm. to lead up to like a big thing at the end. Right. Yeah. And I, you, I know what the little things are, but sometimes I kind of wait to know exactly what the big thing is going to be until I've like read all of the little things that they've written mm-hmm. and kind of see what they're thinking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Um, you have in your eye, you have your mind, an idea. I have an idea. It's not yeah. just, we'll see what happens. It's, it'll be an essay or we'll make a, right. We'll do this project. Where I know we want to do these things. Yeah. 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 I think that actually, maybe the form, I think that's pretty clear all the way through. Okay. So I don't think I ever change like, oh, we're now going to do an essay instead of a project. I don't think oh, I ever do so that. the format is set for I, you. I think for me, typically, yeah. 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 So we're managing what this is, this question brings up as we go through our unit, we are managing the content, but we're also managing how that content's going to be communicated to a specific form. Mm-hmm. highlights what you're saying. Okay. There, we did all this work around these conversations around blank. How can I ask now this other thing? Mm-hmm. Right. Or I know that we're, we had all these conversations, but the department has, has a multiple choice test. Right. <laughs> right. So how do we translate all these rich discussion conversation things we've been doing, these little thing conversations into a multiple choice test? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've tried to be better at like kind of knowing in my head, like what's, if that multiple choice test is set up ahead of time, Mm -hmm. like having that in my head as we're going through the unit. Mm -hmm. But also that seems, it feels kind of like uh, limiting sometimes. Yeah. I struggle with this because at my school, there is a semi-spoken, I would say it's not unspoken or blatantly spoken. (laughs) It's a (laughs) semi-spoken. My favorite type of thing. (laughs) Yes. It's a semi-spoken expectation that all of the main papers, projects, and things will be in the syllabus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the no, college think, level, yeah. Yeah. And I've struggled with that because I don't know where we're, I, I don't know what we're going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't always know. I want to do a, a I want to do something that reflects the work that we're doing. Mm. And I, and I don't always know what that's going to look like. Mm. So how have you, like, what have you done about that? Right. Are your, are your, like, is your syllabus more general? Like, so you're going to be engaging in like various writing assignments, projects throughout the, like that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll be, I'll be honest. I try to think about what's the most amount that I can say that will put them at ease, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't commit me. Right. To bind you to something. Right. Right. So it's not, this is it. And this is the rubric. Yeah. But it's, you'll write, I know that you'll be writing an essay about blank and you'll be asked to think and consider about blank. And I'll talk a little bit about it. You know, you'll be making a unit, the components of the unit. 
But even that, I don't know. It's just part of me makes, I get nervous about it. Mm-hmm. I get nervous about being like, this is blatantly what we'll do. Yeah. Because it feels like then I'm teaching to that instead of teaching to them or right. the content or right. like the richness of a learning experience. Right. Do you have to point, point values in your syllabus? Yes. That would trip me up. Uh, yes. What I have done is I have these bigger markers with, and, and general due dates and I have points. This is going to be worth 75. It's going to be worth a hundred. And then I have a coursework and then I have a little asterisk and I say, there will be additional things. I mean, that's mm-hmm. all that I can do. Mm. Yeah. I also just co- kind of hopping back to what you said earlier about like, am I teaching to the assessment or to them as students? Just, this is just a thought I had of like, I think there is an insecurity of, am I actually teaching what my students need or am I too scared to do that? Like do it responsibly as it comes up because I, I don't know what might come up mm-hmm. and I'm actually just, just a, um, like I just know the test really well. So I'm going to stay there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a professional on what they need to know for the test yeah, rather than like what they need as students and are we right. hiding behind right. like, that's where I'm a professional. Does right. that make sense? Oh, it does. Well, and to play the other side too, is there anything wrong with that? Right. Like, is it okay if I'm just really good at making sure that you know everything that happens in this short story instead of all the intricacies? Like, mm. you know what I mean? Is it okay? Yeah. If, is it okay if it doesn't matter if it's going to fit or not, we will write this essay about this thing and it's okay. You know, like just kind of playing both sides. Right. We, I think about my assumption is there has to be this really like explosive, awesome thing happening. What if, what if those things happen along the way, but I also have these markers. Yeah. I know that we're going to have to do this. It doesn't matter what has happened. You'll write a paper about blank. Right. Or you're going to, you're going to write an essay about the, you know, enough. Yeah. Or looking at our question, okay, no matter what, we're going to have this essay. No matter what, we will have this collection of short answers. Right. Something about this multiple choice, I don't do any, I don't ever do multiple choice tests. Mm. I used, I'm so embarrassed. I used the textbook multiple choice questions in my last class because I just needed something. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And we were reading in another class about assessment and about how students can read the questions wrong. And so I would have them take the multiple choice, but then they could write the number yeah. and write out both answers and why they think each one was correct. So at least they could argue and I could see if it, is it a word confusion? Is right. it content confusion? I'd say nine times out of 10, it was completely a word confusion. Mm. It was completely, didn't understand what that letter was saying and they absolutely had the content right. And they completely understood and showed mm. their understanding with their writing. And so I added those points every time and, yeah. made, and counted it correct if they ended up choosing the wrong one, Yeah, but they had the right one. Now, if it was a wrong one or a wrong one, like, no, <laughs> right. Right. You're and wrong. They, <laughs> and, they, and they did that. Yeah. But that made me realize, oh my goodness, yeah. how much is lost yeah. in this. And then the other side of it, how much is it when I get an essay, am I grading that, that individual instead of that content? For sure. Oh yes. And that's super trick. And I will say with the multiple choice, it's hard because that is what they're assessed on is a multiple choice test. Yeah. And so like practically speaking, 
the skills of a multiple choice test is what like your school is held accountable to. Right. You're held accountable to. So it's like, you might be wanting to do an essay, but the practicality is that the test requires them to do multiple choice. They don't have an essay portion on the right. ACT Aspire. Right. So our assessments at, at some point or another have to be multiple choice right. to help them learn how to take those types of tests. Right. Well, well and, and go ahead. Oh, practically speaking, multiple choice tests. Easy to grade. Much faster to grade. That was just what I was about yeah. to say. Yep. <laughs> multiple choice, I think, are, are more challenging to make. Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. Very challenging to make. <laughs> so challenging. Easier to grade. Mm-hmm. Essays, easy to make. Easy to make. So. Right. Write, pose a question. Pose a page of questions. Choose one. Yeah. Right? So challenging to grade. So challenging to grade. Yeah. I could get into that. Well, and like time. you were saying, <laughs> yes, like. And then there's what am I just kind of in the middle there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What am I grading as a teacher? And yeah. I look at assessment. Like I think about some of the essays I wrote as an English major and books I hadn't read. I didn't read Robinson Crusoe. We were joking about I, this. We were just talking about this. Would you like to share with the whole world your secret that you shared with us? I will talk very open. I did read Robinson <laughs> Crusoe in high school and I did not like it. And I didn't feel like it was worth my time to read again. Yeah, girl. So what I did <laughs> yeah. is in class, I put post-it notes where the professor had quoted Robinson Crusoe. Mm-hmm. I made oh notes goodness. of what he said and you, I wrote up, I wrote his ideas in my paper. You oh played gosh. the game. And I got a good well, grade. That's like... You got, got a good, good grade. grade. You got a good you know, grade. You know, like you played the game. I mean, really? Are, and but, then I think, are my students playing the game with me? Oh, I know, right? When I like grade oh. an essay, I'm like, this is awesome. Are these my ideas? No, I had I had that exact conversation yes. with a coworker. Taylor Hall, I know you listen to this, so shout out to you. Hi, Taylor. Um, Hi, we Taylor. love you, Taylor. Um, but Thanks for listening. But I said that like a lot of the time I'm listening or I'm reading essays that it's just like, that's only what I said. That's yes. only what I, and like, yeah, I'm glad it connected with you, but you're not having any new novel understandings or connections. So is that the goal is for you to just regurgitate right. what I've said? Right. But th- I think that too becomes a question. Is it? I, no, I, I mean, know. I mean, you are the teacher. Right. You are the teacher. That's, you know the things. Right. Because this is the metal like land against, we live in. Right. And this is against <laughs> like all the things. You guys know me. I'm always like, speak for yourself. Say your mind. But what, like, I'm sitting here and I'm, a, I'm an individual. I have nothing. I have no thoughts about this sonnet. Mm. I have no thoughts. Is it, is it wrong? Like, is it wrong for the teacher to expect me to have thoughts when I I genuinely don't have thoughts about the sonnet. Right. So I'm going to tell you your thoughts. Right. Because at least I'm showing you that I'm processing and I did, something about it. And I did listen. I listened. And I did learn it because you told me it. Right, right. And I'm, I'm shooting it back to you. And I genuinely have never been asked to think about a sonnet. And so I just don't have anything to say about a sonnet. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Right? I mean, what is that? That balance. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and what I'm thinking about too is, these different tests components ask for different types of thinking. Yes. Sure. Right. There's creative thinking involved. It is hard possible. It is possible, but challenging to write a multiple choice test mm. that goes past basic, like basic remembering basic comprehension. Yeah. It's hard to write a good multiple choice test. That's the higher order thinking. Sure. It's possible. It is. But it's hard. And what I find is the more, the higher you go, I'm making a visual like a ladder, right? The higher you go up, 
the, um, the pyramid of like comprehension, analysis, creativity, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to move up the, the critical thinking, the higher you go up, the more there is that space for them not understanding what you wrote. Yes. Right. Or like having a different interpretation that's right. happened to me before. Read this passage. Here's some an yes. analysis type, multiple choice questions. And, you and honestly, it. I get your analysis. Like I see where you came from. Yes. Cause yeah. I also let them justify and like make a little note and justify yeah. answers. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you can honestly, you can have those points right. cause you made a valid argument, which is what I really care about. So mm-hmm. maybe is that saying that that's not, then it's, it, that doesn't diminish it as an instrument. It's just creating a different space for them to engage with you. Right. Like it doesn't mean, yeah. it doesn't mean the test is faulty because they were able to say they're thinking they're thinking. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not, I think maybe we're having the assumption that an amazing assessment is one that's done well by robots. Yeah. Right. Like what if it's the assessment happens and different things happen with it? And that's the point. Right. Right. So you have these different types of assessments that are asking them to do different types of things. And you can have a really boring essay. You can have a really interesting essay, mm-hmm. right? You can have really all those, you can have boring or and by boring. I mean like you're asking things that aren't worth answering. Yeah. You're asking a question that's not worth answering. Right. Yeah. You're, you're asking them to think about the book in ways that aren't worth doing yeah, or that they communicate that they're incapable yeah. of just basic thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Or sometimes I think too, in the ELA curriculum too, we can ask, we can be thinking of assessments of like, this is what you're supposed to do in an ELA Absolutely. classroom is like write essays and things. And yeah. then like you're saying, Jamie, the, the, or the short response questions that we ask, they're just not very good. And so they just don't elicit very thoughtful responses. And then it's like, I set you up. (laughs) I set you up (laughs) to not be thoughtful, but I did the ELA, like the ELA thing. I did the ELA thing. I went through the motions of the ELA thing. And so that at the end of the day feels more valid to me. But then when I'm reading through the responses, I'm like, no, no, not a good, no, no, not a good time. Yeah. and then, then the question comes up, okay, when you get them back and you realize this didn't go well. Yeah. Do you reteach? Do you reassess? Right. Mm-hmm. What do you do mm-hmm. to keep momentum going forward? But you realize oh, we right. missed it. Right. And then also, I mean, sometimes I feel like the ELA things mm-hmm. are what's on some of those standardized tests. Sure. So then oh, absolutely. am I totally wrong? And sometimes I just, we did the ELA things. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's nothing wrong with the ELA things. No, no. And I think they've gotten a bad rap. Yeah. They've gotten a, uh, eye rolling diction. Yeah. Grammar. Right. Here it comes. And we don't want to do it because, yeah, because it feels so the vibes change. The vibes. The vibes. vibes. Yeah. But it's that leadership to say, no, we're going to keep the vibes going and we're going to talk about the ELA things. Mm -hmm. And if you're asking meaningful questions that relate to your content, you know, I think, I think w- what I was trying to say is a lot of the time I'm doing the motions, but I'm not actually doing thoughtful, good questions. Yes, right. absolutely. And so I'm ask I'm actually asking students to also go through the motions at the end of the day. Like, okay, yeah. like write sentences. Yeah. You'll right. get the points. Yeah. Like that's not what I actually want them to do. Yeah. But because I, you know, set them up to do that. Totally. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. I need to get some points in the grade book. Yeah. So write some things. Right. right. I need a grade for the week. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some sentences. Yeah. Give me some things and I'll skim it. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) All right. Thank you for your time uh, with us. We appreciate you 
um, listening and thinking about uh, assessment yeah. in these very, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can think about assessment, but we're just thinking the very practical as we're sitting here, the essay, the short answer and the multiple choice. Yep. So um, please listen to our next episode to hear how we um, wrestle with these and make sense of them for our classrooms. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on teachers changing teaching today at school. Consider this. How is your instruction philosophy aligned to your assessments? What are you trying to learn about students? And how does that affect your assessment? What are you truly wanting students to learn? And how is that represented in your assessment? We're in this with you. Have a great week and we'll see you soon.